Hello and welcome back to Nintendo Nostalgia. This is your host Josh today and we are playing with power like always. Today I am the only regular on here today. We have no Ryan, no Chris, no Jacob. We don't need him. But today we do have a guest, uh, quite a longtime friend of mine, Casey Camp here with us. How we doing everybody? There he is. I didn't even have to ask him anything. <laughs> so we're not going to play around, and I'm probably going to skip the Radical Rexing and stuff today just um, for time's sake. This probably won't be the longest episode, but we gave you a bonus one a couple days ago. Um, check that one out. This is the part two of our Boss Music um, episode from a few, what was it, a couple months ago, I think. Me and Ryan did one. So go check that out. That one's with Jacob and Chris. And let us know which one you like better, um, what, whose choices you like better. But today... We are focusing all on Mortal Kombat, sort of as a series. We might go back and visit it more later, but today we're just sort of covering the whole thing to do a short little summary, so to speak. And we need to start with we have a few or we have a Facebook comment and a couple voicemails. So let me go ahead and jump straight into that. Get the Facebook comment done here. We've got let's see, we've got Michael Christopher, and I apologize if I totally screw this up, but it is uh, Paracone, I believe. So I'd ask on the Nintendo Nostalgia Facebook group um, what your all's thoughts were on the series. I didn't give you very much time to answer, so I only was able to get one here. But did you grow up with it and all of that sort of thing? And he responded here. He said, so this happens to be my go-to fighting game, probably fueled by nostalgia. I was pretty young when I, was, when I got it, about six or seven years old. But I remember being at my grandpa's house playing Super Mario World when my dad and uncle came in and told me I need to leave so they can play this new game. So everyone's inside playing this game that for some reason I'm not allowed to, but after a while my dad comes outside and tells me I'm allowed to come and play with him. I ended up winning my first match randomly mashing buttons. I was so <laughs> amazed at the game with all the blood and gore that I, that I never seen in a game until now. Yeah, you won't get that, Mario. From the game all the way up to Mortal Kombat, now my family still gets together just to play it at times. I can't say I have a favorite character, though. I like too many of them. Yeah, thanks for the comment. That that one makes a lot of sense. I, well, I guess I'll get more into my own experience later. I, I was I was not allowed at that age. I had pretty strict uh, strict parents at the time. But yeah, glad for you. I just got into it recently. But let me go ahead and jump over to the voicemails. We got a couple of those here real quick. Uh, I'm not sure who the first one is just yet. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me, Jacob. Um, just wanted to call and leave a voicemail. Haven't called in in a while. And Josh is leading it, and today's all about Mortal Kombat. I want to talk because I have a unique perspective and love for this franchise. I truly love and care about Mortal Kombat. Um, however, you know, it's just a series that I don't stay, I don't, I don't play anymore, um, or stay up to date with much of because, well, I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm not really a gore person, and it's kind of funny because. I don't know. You know, we grew up in the '90s, and everything had an edited version. It seemed like there was there was censored and uncensored, and it feels like today there's really things are just are what they are. There's not much censoring in anything anymore. At least that's how it feels like to me. But I just can't do gore, and I don't like it, and it messes with my head, and I really hate it because I loved the story of Mortal Kombat. Um, everything I had was I had the Game Boy, <laughs> you know. I didn't have a Super Nintendo as a kid. I had a Game Boy, and I had a E-rated version of Mortal Kombat on my Game Boy. I had the action figures. I watched cartoons. I loved the first movie. Johnny Cage was always my favorite. 
It was awesome. It was fun. It was cool. Um, and it sucks because I'm won't lie. I have been tempted multiple occasions to just watch the new movie, and I want to. I really do. Um, then I'm like, I shouldn't do it. It's just going to screw with me. So, um, you know, I wish Mortal Kombat had like a tame side to it still, um, because I would totally buy it and stay up to date if I didn't have to go through the gory fatalities, which unfortunately that's what everyone loves more than anything. It's about all the fatalities. That's what gets people going. So, um, but you know what, uh, you guys teach their own. You guys enjoy it. Have a good episode. We all know Josh loves this stuff and he's going to, um, going to have to answer before the lord one day so we'll just see how you handle that one joshy all right we'll talk to you later guys bye and let's go ahead and jump in here more to go through here real quick hey guys it's chris uh hope you have a good show tonight and wish i could be with you but you know i i did play a lot of Mortal Kombat, but unfortunately it was like when i was really young so i don't really remember too much but i was really really fond of it growing up so I remember going to Chi-Chi's, if anyone ever went to, like, a Chi-Chi's restaurant. It's like, a Mexican restaurant that was pretty huge at the time. And they had, like, a Mortal Kombat arcade unit. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And I couldn't play it because, you know, it was very violent and graphic, as we all know. And I just thought it was such a cool franchise, you know, being a little kid, you know, this, like, intense stuff. And also, like, I was really into Power Rangers, embarrassingly, at the time. And uh, so I just really liked the colorful, like, ninjas that they had in the game, like Sub-Zero and Scorpion, and then they would eventually have a few more. And I just remember, like, fantasizing about them and kind of, like, making up my own characters. I actually remember I made up, like, uh, a pink one, like a pink cyborg or ninja guy, kind of like Sub-Zero. And um, I remember... I called him Ward, like W-A-R-D, because of, like, a teacher that I had. Um, anyway, um, it was a very violent and graphic uh, series, as we all know. But, like, at the time, it was really intense. But now it's, like, nothing, you know? Like, in that game, in, like, Mortal Kombat 2, it's like, oh, you ripped, <laughs> you ripped a, someone's spinal cord out? That's cute. Because today... <laughs> You know, games do so much worse, even, like, the newer Mortal Kombat, or, like, even kind of make me blush. Um, I don't really know too much about the fighting mechanics. I hope that they're good. I don't really know, but I hear that it's a fun fighting game. And um, I'm just glad that the series is getting, like, a second wind of popularity. Um, but if nothing else, the series will be known for forcing the letter K into words <laughs> before the Kardashians did it. So anyway, I hope you have a good episode and I'll catch you guys later. And that is catch with a K. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Yeah. So thank you for leaving us a message there. And then we'll jump back on. Drum roll until I find it. Hi, this is Nathan Robidi. I'm just leaving um, a message regarding Mortal Kombat. It is one of my favorite franchises of all time. I was about 13 or 14. I think it was when the first game ever came out, and I knew, do remember it getting a lot of attention because of how violent it was. I remember playing 1, 2, and 3, although I never owned them. I was always playing them in the arcades or over at friends' houses. Finally, when I had 64, I was able to get Mortal Kombat 4 and Mortal Kombat Trilogy, although my brothers and friends and I ended up playing Trilogy a whole lot more than 4. I still own Deadly Alliance and Deception on the GameCube, as well as Armageddon on the Wii. 
Um, I do think Deception was probably my favorite in the franchise, uh, mainly because it had that conquest mode, which told the story. That was really um, a lot of fun to play. Uh, I do have the one that was re-released on the or the one on the PlayStation 3. I think it was nine essentially. I do eventually want to get 11 on the Switch. I have not gotten it yet, but um, overall, I've had a lot of fun with it uh, and have a lot of good memories with it. Sub-Zero has always been my favorite character. I usually uh, use him primarily, although I do like variety, so I try a lot of different other characters. Cabal was one of my favorites in Trilogy, so I think that's all I have to say on that. Uh, it's definitely a fun franchise probably my favorite fighter game out of all the ones that have been around over the years. Yeah, I saw Casey even shaking his head when, when you said Deception was one of your favorites. I'm, I'm glad you say that because I actually just picked that up today. I have to say Deception is a pretty good one. The Conquest is amazing, and I'm glad they add little extras. The puzzle combat is phenomenal. So if you know a lot about Tetris, forget about it. It's just... It's a whole different ball game. So just forget everything you know about Tetris. And the chess combat is great. If you haven't played the chess, I advise you make sure you pick a, some great characters because once you get down to your last few, you're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, we spent a little bit of time on it. And I can even get my wife to play the puzzle mode. So that's pretty cool. Um, thanks for leaving us a message there. Um, we've got one more to go through here real quick. Now, this one I know is our friend, Zach Adams. Go ahead and start that now. Hey guys, it's Zach Adams. How's it going, Nintendo Nostalgia? Uh, you all posed the question of what do we think of the Mortal Kombat series? Um, it's never really been my type of game. I don't really hate it or dislike it or anything, but I'm not overly fond of it either. Yeah, if a few friends were getting together to play it, I would join them and I'd play it with them and I'd have a good time. So that's kind of the overall thought process I have towards the games. Um, as far as uh, what it was like for me as a kid, I knew what it was, um, but I don't really remember playing it a whole lot. Um, but when it comes to Mortal Kombat or even violent games in general, um, I've, played, I've played a handful. Uh, again, not really my type of genre, but, you know, after playing something like, I don't know, Call of Duty or Halo or whatever, I never really had a desire to go and pick up a gun and mow people down or anything like that. Because I was taught the value of life and so on and so forth. I was taught what was right and what was wrong. And playing a game such as Mortal Kombat did not sway me uh, towards the side of evil or bad, so to speak. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't really have a favorite character, uh, although I do think Sub-Zero is pretty cool. And who uh, who doesn't love Scorpion saying something like, get over here? Uh, but yeah. Thanks for taking my message if you play it for the show. Um, we'll be talking to you guys later. Maybe I'll be on again sometime. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for calling and leaving us a message there. I, I really didn't grow up with it either, but obviously I'm a bigger fan of it now, so I get that. Appreciate the uh, the feedback on it. And yes, Mortal Kombat is not for everybody. For the simple fact, because there are a lot of button matches out there. I mean, when I first played it, yes. I did do a lot of button mashing, but it does take time to get there, learn the combos, put your moves into it. And like I said, it's not for everybody. There's all there's plenty of fighting games out there, but hey, who doesn't like a little bit of violence and some video games? Pop people says off here and there. But yeah, I mean, when it comes to Scorpion, I have to say Sub Zero is my main man. So yes, he the infamous get over here is excellent, but 
We gotta stop it and free, just free somebody and just uppercut the crap out of them, man. <laughs> like I just said, um, I didn't really grow up with it so much, and we'll get back into that in a minute, but we'll go ahead and jump more into the topic here with uh, this series of Mortal Kombat. start with Casey do you remember like your first experiences with it yes I remember my childhood friend lived down the street from me it was back in the Sega days Mortal Kombat 2 that was my first one still to this day I still love the game even though I'm terrible at the Mortal Kombat series still to this day I'm terrible but I have to say Mortal Kombat 2 is my favorite one of all of them I mean who doesn't like a good old school game it's just I don't know how to explain it. It's, it was just amazing. I've, like I said, my favorite my favorite character of Sub Zero, still to this day. I'm a little kid in heart. <laughs> but we used to get together at my buddy's house because, like I said, he had a Sega, and we used to go at it. And then whoever loses, got pass the control around. I remember I got my first win. It was against one of his cousins, but he came back with Scorpion, and that's the first time I've seen a fatality. And it was the toasty one, and next thing you know, my brain just came down and just right in front of me. I, I was shocked. Kind of freaked out a little bit. It was still awesome at the same time. But it just it has to be a great series. So much nostalgia to it. And then just seeing, get to see people getting uppercut off the pit was another good one. It kind of blew my mind just seeing somebody fall like 20 feet, maybe more, and just get splattered. <laughs> it was, oh man, it was a game changer. It, it took a whole perspective in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say, like, back in the day when it first came out, I, I really didn't care for, like, fighting games for the longest time. I'm just not very, I'm still not great at them, but I've, I've got to enjoy them a lot more outside of Smash. But uh, I, it was probably one that I wouldn't have really been allowed to get anyway, I guess, knowing my parents, which, you know, that, that is what it is. But I guess my, like, I remember going around arcades and stuff and seeing it all the time. Um, I remember seeing Raiden on the side of the box. He was one of the more recognizable characters, to, or the side of the arcade cabinet and stuff like that. That was about it. I didn't really get into it until, uh, well, when was that? I guess two years ago or so, whenever Avengers Endgame came out. It was because, two years ago. Yeah, because we went to, <laughs> long story short, we a bunch of us took a trip out of town, went to an IMAX theater to see Endgame, and uh, we made a bet without going into the full story. <laughs> um, it started out with... Uh, so me, me and Casey made a bet. At first, I had to go touch a goose. No, that, that was, sounds weirder than it was when you were It's actually there. weird, but it was kind of fun at the same time. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, basically, we're in a parking lot. I was chasing a goose. It didn't work out. So anyhow, <laughs> then I was supposed to spoil the movie to somebody, and which I would never do, and I think he knew that. So then I cheated and went to the mall, grabbed somebody. and was like, hey, in the end game, somebody eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which does happen. Apparently that counted, and he bought me Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch. Yeah, because I wanted him to get hurt and spoil Endgame. So. so, yeah. So that was the first time I actually owned one. Really played much of one, and I actually just picked it back up again recently. I go back to it every once in a while and really enjoy that one. It's probably, I guess, my current favorite, but it's also the one I started with. Um, But, yeah, and, like, the DLC and stuff like that, I, I downloaded all of it and have been getting real into it. There's a lot of extra stuff. It's more than just... 
Like back in the day, I think with fighting games, I used to think they're just fighting. Like it's not that interesting. What all can you do with it? But it's like once you really get digging into it, like you can be it's, there a while. It's a great game, especially when you got a bunch of friends over. And man, I, if I can repeat my childhood and play that game and redo it, I will so do it again. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, like like I said back in the day, if if I would have been interested in it, I don't know if I would even been allowed to have it. I, I know this was like, I, I guess to kind of jump into the next part here was there was a lot of controversy and stuff around this, which I, I guess I get it because it was kind of a new thing back then. Some of the violence and stuff that was pulling off somewhat. Maybe it was just more mainstream, but um, yeah, I, I guess looking back, it is kind of weird seeing that at the time period. Now it, it's, I don't really bat much of an eye at it, but I, I'm pretty sure this game, if I remember right, after it went to court and all this stuff is kind of why there's the ESRB nowadays. Oh, yeah. Later on down in life, when the fatalities got more graphical and gruesome, especially the brutalities, oh, man. It got pretty bad, but it's not for the faint of heart, either. <laughs> yeah, and it, really, at this point, and I guess this is maybe my own opinion, but, like, now that we do have stuff like that, if something's rated M, maybe little Johnny don't need it anyway. I mean, that's kind of why they have ratings. Like, let's not fuss about something that's... They clearly tell you. Anyway, yeah. move that aside. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now I, I did kind of laugh at looking back into it. Now I know this. Um, I think our, I think one of our other hosts, Jacob, had the Game Boy version, maybe. And I mean, I guess it was. It might have been a black and white, but anyhow, so it, it almost doesn't count with like the blood factor. But I believe the Super Nintendo versions didn't have blood, but they had like sweat. <laughs> but they um, had a lot of bones in it too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I. I don't know much about that. I actually want to go back and play it just to see. It. That, that seems a little bit silly. I saw a couple fatalities from it, I think, that were altered. And it just... They died down to blood a lot from the Sega version. Like, the, they almost don't make sense, like, it, comparing them to the Genesis version, especially if you played the Genesis one or the arcade first. So it's kind of funny looking back at stuff like that. You could probably look up differences on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, Nintendo was definitely more... Which they kind of still are, not as much, but really protective of their brand and, you know, their kid friendliness and all that sort of thing. Of course, now I'm playing 11 on switch, but yeah, I think the only safe Mortal Kombat game out there, if you want your kids to play, it's Mortal Kombat versus DC universe. Yeah. Uh, there's some type of blood, but not as much gruesome and gore. And then especially when there's DC characters, DC likes to make a good name for their fan base. So they try their best to down, tone down the balance so, for example, mine was uh, Sub-Zero. He just picks people up and turns into an icicle and throws them. There's no type of gruesome or gore at all. It's just a bunch of body parts falling ice. So, if, if you do want to get your kids into Mortal Kombat from the age, let's see, about 10 and up, I will start them out with Mortal Kombat versus DC if you have a PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that one. I don't know if it's like, you know, one of the best ones, but... It really wasn't, but... <laughs> it, like I said... It's probably because they don't want Batman, like, chopping people up and, you or know... Or having cutting heads off Superman get his arm ripped off because he's Superman. But come on now. He should rip people's arm off. You can't rip his arm off. Yeah, I mean, in Mortal <laughs> Kombat 11, the Joker's there, but, like, he, that's fine, I guess. Joker's crazy, but, eh, we're all crazy at some point. I mean, we played Mortal Kombat for crying out loud, so... <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> I lost my train of thought on that one. <laughs> one other thing I wanted to cover, like I said, we haven't really done 
um, much of an episode, I feel like, on Mortal Kombat. I don't think, I know, like, Jacob and Ryan and them, I don't think they've really been into it. Um, so I'm planning on trying to bring it in a little more. But for this one, like I said, I just kind of wanted to do sort of a, an overview, not even a very long one here. So I wanted to go over a lot of the games. Some of these may not have been on a Nintendo system. A lot of them actually were. But uh, just to kind of jump through really quick here, there was Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2 and 3. I'm not going to say Mortal Kombat that many times. I'll just say 1, 2, and 3. Um, then there was Ultimate 3. Um, now, if you don't know the difference between 3 and Ultimate 3, Part 3, for some reason, to have Scorpion there. That's why they made Ultimate 3. That seems really weird. Like, he's like the icon. He's like the Mario of it, so to speak. He pretty much is. Cause... He's not really in the story as much like as I thought he used was. I guess Liu Kang's like the hero, but... Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, please do. <laughs> Anywhere else in here, go ahead and jump in. So okay. then there's Ultimate Mortal Kombat. I think that's on the Game Boy Advance or something, if I remember right. I'm, well, now I'm looking. Here we go. Mortal Kombat Advance, uh, which I honestly haven't heard great things, but there it is. Um, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, which I believe is on the PS1 and N64. Correct, right? yes. And that one, I guess tell me a little more about that one. Is that like the first three? Uh, see here, there was one, two, three, ultimate three. There was four in trilogy. I feel like trilogy was after four. What what all was on trilogy? I don't remember. Was that like a collection of? It was a a butt ton of people. I think that was the first time they introduced brutalities, and that was. If you can pull for brutality in trilogy, I'll applaud you because there's no way I can have hand eye coordination in that game. Oh. See, <laughs> the way I read it, I didn't know this. It's so it's not like a compilation. Thing. It's not it's, like one through three. I always yeah, thought it was a, like it's like a spinoff. Of, or I want to say it's a spinoff, but I don't think so. Okay, I see. Well, that one's on sixty four, so there's a Nintendo one. Then there's Mortal Kombat four, which we were just playing a little bit ago on the N sixty four. If you got a Game Shark, by the way, you might be able to do this outside of that. I don't think so, but there's a big head mode that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, then there's Mortal Kombat Gold, um, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, uh, tor- and then Tournament Edition. I think. Let me check this real quick. I apologize. I don't have all the uh, things pulled up. Yeah, that one's a Game Boy Advance one, uh, Tournament Edition. Then Deception, which we played some of and we just talked about a little bit ago. Um, I actually just picked up my own copy of it earlier, traded in something else. I kind of turned them over to Deception after the Puzzle Combat. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of excited to dig into that. It looked like the, one, the single player stuff's kind of interesting, something different. Um, some characters that I don't have in the other games and the puzzle thing's cool. Like, again, that's something I know my wife will get into. She loves that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one. I believe there's a GameCube version of it, by the way. Um, but when I looked it up, like the PS2 and I picked up was like 20 bucks. The GameCube one I saw was going like for around a hundred dollars. Sweet Christmas. So I, I'm sorry about that. If you wanted it on GameCube, I did too, but not for that much. I think the GameCube one has, what did you say, Shao Kahn and somebody else? Uh, yeah, the GameCube had two exclusive characters. It was Goro and Shao Kahn. Goro and Shao Kahn, okay. The reason why I like it better on GameCube, because you get those two characters. I heard it was because the GameCube one didn't have online, which now none of them have online. So the GameCube one's definitely the one to have if you can find it or afford it or if you already have it. And the thing about the GameCube, you have more characters unlocked, so I think if I'm not wrong you can lock only six characters compared to three instead of locking 12 characters yeah there you go uh, maybe that's why it's like 80 dollars more <laughs> very expensive dlc um uh, then <laughs> what was after that unchained 
I'm not familiar with that. Which, uh, Unchained is definitely a spinoff of Deception. They put it on PSP. Wasn't too bad, but I still prefer a controller over a handheld console. Yeah, I feel like this is more made for arcade or like a console thing. I don't feel like the handhelds, I would think of this and handhelds so much. Then there's Armageddon, um, which we played a little bit of. Had a butt ton of characters in it. Uh, if you're not familiar with Armageddon, I don't know if it has every character on demand from Mortal Kombat 1 to all the way up to Deception. And if you're a fan favorite of Mario Kart, they have their own exclusive version of Mortal Kombat. Uh, combat uh, racing. That was pretty cool. Um, I, we tried that out the other day. It's on it's on the PS2 and Xbox, but it's also it's not on the GameCube. It's on the Wii. Apparently, I didn't know that. Um, I can't speak for that one. I don't know if it's a good version or not. Hopefully, they didn't try to implement motion controls, um, and it should be fine. But yeah, so there you go. You might want to look that one up. Um, and then, of course, there is the Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Um, he said that one is on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Um, and then there's the arcade collection. Arcade collection. If you like one, two, or three, it was on. It was for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Also, uh, I believe the store is still up. I'm not sure if it's not, but if you have a PS3 or Xbox 360, I advise you get it from the store before they shut them down. For sure. And then there is uh, the next one here. I think is what you said is your favorite or one of your favorites is Mortal Kombat 2011. Oh, yes. Um, sort of the reboot, I guess, so to speak. Uh, it is brought up to back to 2D fighting because the 3D fighting, not too many people was too fond of it. So what they did, they finally made a new one. Besides part two being my favorite, Mark Kombat 11 was even better because they introduced the X-rays, the X-ray fighting. And then they added a, a bunch of other cult classic favorite. They added, was it, Smoke, uh, the Ninja Smoke, Human Smoke. And they added new Sabot on there also. And the story was great. The Challenge Tower is even better. Uh, if you haven't beat the Challenge Tower yet, I ain't going to spoil it for you. But if you but you get a, another costume from somebody. But I ain't going to say who. But if you if you don't have it unlocked, I advise you to do that, that Challenge Tower. On a side note on that one, like I know this isn't on a Nintendo console, but... Um, if you have an Xbox One like I do, don't get the 360 version because it doesn't uh, doesn't work on an Xbox One. I tried that for some reason, so that's dumb. That's whack. Why but, they do that for? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I guess to move on a little bit, Mortal Kombat X was the next one, um, which I've actually played a decent bit of at least. Played through the story mode. That one's pretty good. Um, and then there is a Mortal Kombat mobile game, which I didn't know was a thing. And there is Mortal Kombat 11, which we've talked some about. And if you got the Switch, that's like your only choice anyhow, which it is actually like, again, that's kind of where I really have dug into it and played a good bit of it. I think over 60 hours, 65 or something. Um, but uh, it's not, hmm. it's on the other consoles as well. And obviously it looks a little better than the other ones. It's not like the best port I've ever seen, you know, to a Nintendo console. Sometimes a lot of these companies will like, kind of change the art style a little bit to make it fit better and it's fine who would you say who's your favorite character on mark Kombat 11 but it's it's still fine um in 11 i've had a lot of trouble deciding that um I, as much as i put into it I always change my mind like first i remember i was trying out sub-zero and scorpion and then right lately i've been trying out raiden and i'm mm -hmm. like uh maybe i want to go back to scorpion so i've hopped around a lot why scorpion 
<laughs> one because he's on the box and he okay. looks cool and he has that big chain thing. He's <laughs> a spear. Man. A spear. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, All right, I gave you specs, sub, uh, Scorpion, but man, Sub Zero still better. But if I gotta pick a no, I like Kong Lao myself. Why? Because the cool hat. I mean, who doesn't like the cool hat? <laughs> I've actually thought about him too. There's just too many darn characters to choose from. Oh, big time. And then it's a DLC. Like, I'm, I actually like a lot of them. Like, uh, Let's see. Who was the one I was messing with the other day? Now that I can't think of it. Nightwolf was one I really liked on there. I just think his character is cool. Now, since you didn't get to play 11, now 11 had, they introduced the first. You mean 10? No, I'm talking about 11. Since you can get the, I mean, 9. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm crazy. But since you get to play 9, they introduced uh, a guest character. It was Freddy Krueger. Now, since you get to play that, what did you think about the guest characters on Mortal Kombat 10? Oh, yeah, going back. Yeah, I thought those were, you had Alien and Predator on that one. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I just went back and watched those movies. And mm-hmm. Predator, I really like Predator in that. I played a decent bit with him. Oh, um, I can't remember much of that. I think Leatherface was one. Yeah, he was. Uh, was Jason one? Yes, he was. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so th- those were pretty cool. Like, kind of obvious choices, right. I guess. Now, where did I ask you? What did you think about the guest characters? Who's your, who would you say your favorite guest character be on Eleven? In 11? Yes. Uh, well, probably the Joker. Joker? Right. I had fun with him, and he's the Joker, so he's kind of cool. I have to say Robocop, because... I don't do very well with Robocop. I'm, I'm terrible with him, too, but I like his movies, though. One and two. I'm pretend three didn't exist. Terminator was pretty cool. Yes, he was. I just pointed out that big shotgun and just going... What? Just going and telling people. <laughs> One other thing I like is like the introductions. I think they do this in several of the games, but like when the characters walk up and sometimes there's like some funny banter between them. Oh, yeah. And Rambo's are like almost the best because he just <laughs> always looks like he's like legitimately confused about everything. Like some weirdo walks up and he just he just looks like he does not know why he is there or what's going on. <laughs> so I didn't get the chance to play as Rambo. Yeah, I didn't get his DLC character. Or, yeah, but... Of all of them, like I said, I like Robocop, especially his fatality when he blows him up and you see body parts going everywhere, big blood splat behind you when he walks away. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Yeah. One, one other thing in 11 that I actually really like that I've spent time in is the crypt mode, which is like without, if you don't know what it is, it's almost a little hard to describe. But instead of fighting, you're like wandering around this big, think of like a big temple kind of area. Uh, you're an outworld. Yeah, and and you're just you're kind of an unnamed character, but you're walking around there and mostly looking for chests, but you're figuring out puzzles and stuff as you go to to get into new rooms. There's a lot of like Easter eggs if you're a fan. Um, there's little like artifacts from other characters and games and stuff I've noticed. Um, that, that's where you get a lot of the unlocks too. Not all of them, but like a lot of the skins because there's a lot of skins in the game to unlock oh, for characters. Man, the grinding is real now. Yeah, if you really want to go for everything, like, good luck. I, I almost feel like they don't intend you to go for Make everything. Make sure you quit your job and go straight to streaming because <laughs> there's a lot to unlock in 11. Yeah, but I, I just kind of enjoyed it. It breaks up the fighting a little bit. It, it's kind of chill. There is parts you can die in, but dying doesn't seem to really do anything. It, it is really cool. Um, I will laugh about the Switch version as much as I still like it, where some stuff looks a little rough with the textures. It's one of those where it's like, let's just put it on the switch without really making changes and it can't handle it. And like, apparently in the other ones, <laughs> there's no moon in a crypt. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the other ones, there's like a moon and a pretty sky. And in the switch, it's just like gray sky. It's a blank background. <laughs> it's, it's like fall. So I, it's like, the ten- I, I guess I'm used to it and it doesn't really bother me, but if that might drive you crazy for some reason, I, 
it's or that like, kind of game. It's it like Nintendo forgot the background, <laughs> but it's all good in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's still good. I still appreciate it. That like I said, the DLC was good. The Aftermath story, all that was cool. Um, definitely recommend. It's been on sale. I don't know if it still is by the time this episode goes up, but I think the regular game is thirty on the eShop. Maybe I can't remember. And I think the DLC is on sale too. So what was the DLC? Was it twenty bucks? I think I can't remember now. Because they got the whole they have a whole bundle together now. Yeah, like, there's like there's the piecemeal DLC, and then you can get like the whole bundle, whole thing on one shot. And that's yeah. kind of what I'd recommend. What doing. was it called? Mortal Kombat Ultimate. Ultimate, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now that we've went through pretty much all of the games here, at least a little bit, at least name them um, without taking up too much time, now that I said this is going to be a short episode, well, we're at a half an hour, that's not bad. Uh, I want to go ahead and go into another part of it. Um, we've already talked some about our favorite characters. I want to jump into the movies. So <laughs> this is actually something, I guess some of these Casey would know better than me, but I've seen... Um, the one from 95, I think it is. Yep, 95. 95, and I've seen the one from uh, this year, from 2021. Uh, we went and saw it in theaters. I watched it again today while I was at home on HBO Max, just for kicks before it goes off there. Um, but, Casey, I'll let you start that one out, because you know a little bit more about these movies, how many there are and all that. Oh, wait, I've actually seen it. Is it Scorpion's Revenge, I think it is? Yes, it is. On HBO Max. It's more of an animated one, and that one's really cool, by the way. We'll get there. I'll let Casey start this out. <laughs> Uh, Mortal Kombat 95, when I first seen it, it was a dream come true. Just playing all the games, especially Mortal Kombat 1. Because I played 2, and I went, and I went backwards to play 1. Because that was, I, I, ain't had, I didn't get it for the Sega for some odd reason. I had it for the Super Nintendo. But just seeing how they matched up Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya, and Raiden. And I wish they put Jax in there, but... And like, cause they can't put too many characters in there. Kano is another good one, but the '95 version it had its moments. It was good for its time, and just seeing all the fight sequence and it was pretty good. And it wasn't too brutal, and just it, just being a little kid and just watching that, it brings a lot. Like I wish I seen it in the theater, cause I read a comment when the fight scenes happened, people was going crazy. I wish I was in there too, and, just, and be like, yeah, kick his butt, woo! But as far as the movie uh, kept going, and then they did a little secret fighting scene with Reptile, and just hear his voice go, Reptile, and just kicks Luke King through a wall. It was, man, I kept, that was had to be my favorite part of the movie. I can't rewind it. <laughs> I literally watched that fight twice. And then when they got the Scorpion Sub-Zero, I was like, okay, it just got real. But they ain't showed to me of them, because it was was a part of budget. <laughs> it's only so much you could do in the 90s. I mean, low quality budget. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But it just, it was amazing. So start out with the first one, like with that one, with 95. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch it until like this past week or two. Um, because again, I haven't been a fan all that long. Um, now I'm kind of really sucked in. But yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it for what it was. Like I definitely could see I was a little cheesy or, you know, it's kind of aged for sure. It still holds um, up pretty well. <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, like the story wasn't bad if you're a fan of it. And <clears throat> like I could kind of see around it. Like Maybe there's a point where you get old enough where you can just still appreciate it for what it is. And I can tell you, I wouldn't have been into it so much as like a kid, but I, I definitely appreciate it now. And it's actually not as violent as you would think it would be. Um, not like the new one anyway, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really not bad. Like if if you're 
if you're into the games, maybe go check it out. It's on HBO Max right now, which I'm borrowing from my mom's account anyway. So it's highly recommended. <laughs> it's highly recommended. <laughs> now the other one, the one I want to talk about next. Um, I want to get through these kind of quick, but uh, yeah, the next one I watched six minutes of and quit, and then watched some vi YouTube videos like of the funny parts, and making fun of it. Is uh, is it Mortal Kombat Armageddon? No, I'm sorry, not Armageddon. Annihilation. Um, yeah, Whew. I, like I said, I watched five or six <clears throat> minutes of this, and I was like, I this is bad. Like I, I could not do it. It picks up directly after one, like right at the end of one. It kind of like cuts right into it. So that's kind of cool. But like, they could have done a lot better. They changed out. First off, they changed off like almost all the actors except for like who was Liu Kang and I think somebody else. I can't Katana. Remember. Katana. Yeah. And like it's just painfully obvious at first. It's like, wait, that's not who was Sonia, and, and it, it was really confusing. So anyway, some of the other characters start coming out. Like they do show off a lot of characters at the beginning, but wow, like they just the acting was awful. I don't know how to explain the it. Only just good go thing, and watch it. The only good thing I give for Annihilation is when they brought characters from Mortal Kombat Three, like Ermac, Motaro, Rain. Uh, who was it? Shiva. That was the only thing I did like about it. And my only thing I hate the most about that movie... Well, I don't want to say hate. I want to say dislike about the movie. It's how they portray Baraka. Come on, man. I don't even know if I saw Baraka, honestly. Be glad you did. And they could have done him so much better. <laughs> like Shao Kahn, the way he talked and that was just... I didn't sound like him. It was just terrible. No. And Sindel comes out and her like one or two lines she said was, like, was about what did me in. You will. Yeah, it's even slower. <laughs> you just have to watch it. Like, it was just, maybe I'll go back and get another shot and just have some fun with it. But maybe. I just couldn't do it the other day. I, I don't know how in the world I watched that movie from beginning to end. I, I guess just, I was younger. I just love Mortal Kombat. But after seeing it now, come on, man. You could have done a lot better. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough. So, anyhow, I guess moving on here a little bit, because... We will have to end this eventually. We could probably talk about that one for a while. I could talk about more coming out all day. Um, it's my favorite subject. Let's <laughs> see. That was the only other live action one. I don't want to jump there just yet was the 2021 one. But I think there were some animated ones. From what I'm looking up here, there was Mortal Kombat, The Journey Begins. Have you seen that? I have not. I have not either. That came out in 95. Don't know much about that one, honestly. Um, apparently, it uh, was on VHS, uh, you know. Go back and find that. We'll go ahead. In 2020, though, was Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge, the animated one we were talking about a little bit ago. And I've watched that one as well, and I thought that one was pretty awesome. I have to say, when that movie first came out, I bought it. I didn't even care. I just went to FYE and, and just bought the movie. I don't know. I might have to go buy me a copy of it. I watched it on HBO Max. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, man. <laughs> just seeing the animated Mortal Kombat movie, especially focused on Scorpion, and then if you know the background for Mortal Kombat, because they'll skip a lot and... And it will confuse the crap out of you. But if you're familiar with the games, the story, you can fill in the holes. Because they, they skip a lot. And yeah, I advise you don't let your kids watch it. Because, nah. yeah, it's a lot, a lot of cursing, a lot of blood, gore. And it's every Mortal Kombat uh, fan's dream. That movie, to me, I love it. I can't wait for a sequel to come out to see what they do with Shao Kahn. It was awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And it, like he said, it just focuses on Scorpion, so that's that's neat. And if you already kind of know the gist of the story, that helps, but it, I don't even think it's really required. Yeah. I, like uh, I said, play the games before going to the movie, because like I said, you will get lost. 
Now, one thing I really liked in it was the animation itself. It, it made me think of like Batman Returns in the 90s, only like a little better now, mostly just due to, you know, technology, I guess. Oh, yeah. But I learned, you know, it's it's made by Warner Brothers Animation and Studio M.I.R. Mur, maybe. I'm not sure how to say that one. So I guess that explains it, especially with the Warner Brothers involvement. But yeah, it's it's really cool. What um, did you think about the X-ray moves when they did in there? When he broke somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of a way of like putting the game in it in a cool way without it like feeling forced or like super cheesy. Like, I think it was one thing with the 95 movie. There's a couple parts where it was like, okay, they did that just for like fans of the game. But outside of that, that kind of seems a little awkward. But I mean, it's it's still good. Don't get me wrong. But, but yeah, I felt like I felt like that was one of the best. Um, there's not really much bad to say about it if you like that sort of stuff. Um now, and then, of course, the latest one here, we'll go ahead and jump on to the one from 2021, the one that came out, uh, what was that, a month ago? Not even a month ago. About April, that's like the 21st, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we, I think we both watched it twice. Oh, yeah, I watched it soon. I watched it again when I got home from the movies. It was that good. Yeah, so I, I watched it again earlier today, but um, yeah, I, I know like the reviews have been kind of all over the place. I've seen some good ones, some bad ones. I understand why it's bad reviews. I think for the most part, like it's done pretty well. I think it's made decent money, um, despite the COVID crap. But yeah, I mean, I I really liked it. It was the first Mortal Kombat yeah. movie I've watched, honestly. I guess because I didn't watch the '95 until after. But watching it again today, like I was like, oh yeah, this this is good. This is good. Like even I felt more with this one. If you're not a Mortal Kombat fan, like if you really don't know the story all that well, it almost doesn't matter as much. Uh, knowing me, I had a critique coming from a diehard. Mortal Kombat fan, playing the games for years, know the story quite well. I, I kind of agree with the overall, they gave it a seven. They could have done a lot more with it, but that's not, I'll say that for another time later. But as far as that, if it's done well, the character design was great. I'm still, I still like the way they did with Cabal. Yeah, we agreed it was, on that one. Of all the people, like all the characters on the game, Cabal was really done. I like the moves they did. I like his hook swords they did. His costume looked awesome, his mask and all that. Oh yeah, it was perfect to the T. And the reason why I'm focused more on him, because to me, I think, in my opinion, he's kind of a hard character to, to uh, what am I trying to say? He's kind of a hard character to place, because how he is, but I'm I'm glad he was well done. Yeah, I, I like how a lot of them turned out. Like, I, I've kind of, like, I go back and forth on this. They added a character, Cole Young, in it. Um, I won't give away, like, who he is, really, and all that so much, but... Like, he's not in any of the games. He's just a new guy. And at first, like, part of me wants to think, like, ah, that's not what we're here for. We want to see all the characters we're fans of and all that. But, like, watching it again, like, he's really not that bad. Like, it kind of helps you, you know, get into this outside world. It kind of gives you an in, so to speak, if that makes sense. Um, it helps you relate to one of them, I guess, a little more. So, he's fine. <laughs> the thing I give more combat, every time there's a new game comes out, they always add new characters. There's always new environments. They always add new little aspects of the game, like the x-rays. They added the moves uh, variation. The weapons came in. And then my favorite is the brutalities. So I think what they did with the movie, like all the games, they added something new. They added a new character. Uh, hopefully they can do something more with him in the next one. Hopefully better. <laughs> but like I said, it's always something new. It's... Yeah, I can always say there's always the same thing, but like I said, it's always new. Yeah, I'm a little bit afraid he might like sort of take Liu Kang's place in some of the setup. I hope they don't do that. Like they haven't really gotten to that point with the story yet, but 
We'll see. Hopefully, Liu Kang gets the, I guess, attention and focus he, he deserves, so to speak. Yeah. I'm, I feel like they could have done better with him on the, on the last, on the new movie, but like I said, it is what it is. Yeah. For the most part, though, I mean, I like how they did a lot of them. I, th- I thought Liu Kang was still done well. He just maybe didn't get as much time as he deserved. Um, Scorpion is cool. But, but I did like his fatality, though. I mean, I don't want to spoil yeah. his fatality, but if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. His fatality is awesome. Now, I mean, I have to, of course, have a shout out here to Kano. Um, so I thought Kano was one of the funniest characters. He helped carry the movie a little bit. Oh, yes, he did, Mike. Yes, he, did. <laughs> <laughs> he was hilarious. Like, he is, a, he is a complete scumbag in the movie, but it's hilarious. I mean, he's a black dragon, Mark. What more do you want? Yeah, like, I mean, he's like that in the games anyway. <laughs> yeah. like, um, but I just thought he was funny. And, you know, just some of the situations he ends up in is, is good. I feel like he's the fan favorite in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody kind of liked him. The the guy who played him did a good job, which I forget. I know his first name was Joshua, so there's that. That's a good thing always, right? It's a Josh thing. So, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, I'm I'm fighting around spoilers. I keep wanting to say some things that happen. I don't worry, guys. Do he's not going to spoil it for it. I punch him in the videos. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a bet going on this time. He's not going to buy me a game. Yeah. Are you? No, uh, no, anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm too broke. So, now anyhow, that's about all I have to say on that. I, I do hope, I hope that did well enough to get a sequel. And I think if they step it up just a little bit more in some spaces, I think it could be really great. Make the fighting scenes longer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I never really got bored with it, but. I want it more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did leave me wanting a little bit more with the fighting scenes, I guess. that What was there was pretty good. Uh, some of them are really good. Uh, Yeah, so I guess we are about done there. Here is, uh, I, like I said, I'm hoping for more to come from the movies, the animated one and that uh, the new one that came out. Um, the games, Mortal Kombat 11 is about two years old now. Um, so I'm hoping maybe we'll see some new stuff there. Honestly, I kind of doubt we'll see a Switch version, but we'll see. You never know. Um, but yeah, and again, if you all have anything else to add to that, I know I posted the thing on Facebook a little bit late, but feel free to drop it there and we'll uh, we'll try to give you a shout out the next time. Other than that, I think that's about all we have to say on this topic, so we will shut this thing down. And for all my Sub-Zero fans, for the Linkway, we love you. Uh, of course, you can always find us on Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, yeah. Nintendo Nostalgia. Of course, join the uh, Facebook group there if you haven't, the Nintendo Nostalgia chat, and we will be happy to add you. And we're also on Instagram, so check that out. And I think with that, we have reached the end of the episode, so we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Get over here. 11 years, lost peers, I can recommend When death's knocking at the door, never let them in Through the breaks, through the bruises, and through the cracks Do your worst, do the work, swear I'm coming back Through the dirt, universe bow when I spit a rap Fatality on every track, it's a wrap Anytime, any space, stay ready for any attack Pull a spine through a back, hit a snap, it's a fact I've been ready for war, uh, that's the fitness of the day I was born uh, Set to perform, uh, I never let a competitor score uh, Ring on the door, uh, I'ma get mine, you better get yours But never before, uh, you come in that meeting, you better be sure
get over here.